welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review, episode 63. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Flash, bang, all sorts of what happens. Like fireworks. fireworks. That's the word I could have The things you of. love. <laughs> <laughs> it is New Year's Day, and we could not think of a better Literally, way. we're not even making it up. Yeah, yeah actually <laughs> it's is. actually New Year's Day. Um, still in the morning-ishness, kind of. Definitely feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I realized yesterday, not only that I'm getting old, but that... If I am going to stay up till midnight, I should not get up at five in the morning and work and drive and everything else in the middle. Cause well, but it also sounds like none of the folks that you were out with <laughs> were able to stay up either. We're getting old. Yeah, I don't know. Max and Alex may have gone out. Yeah. Um, everyone else went home, though. <laughs> yeah. We were the last ones out of the restaurant, and I think it was like 12.06. <laughs> were you really the last yeah. ones out? Well, of our well, group. Of our group. Oh, 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 okay. Although last year we were the last ones out, I think. Yeah, I don't know. We had a nice time. We had a great time. Well, good company. Let's Lots pour the beer beverages. first. Yeah, we'll start off with some beer. Oh, um, you went in the reverse order. Yeah, I see that. I laid them out for you, and then your left-handed self reads backwards or something. Mm. I don't know. Um, Normally um, people go left to right. Pretty sure I grabbed it in the right order. <laughs> you know, if I'm a human. <laughs> I was trying to be convenient. Closest to him goes first. All right. It is a new year. As you of get drunker, you want to reach less far. Oh, okay. As a, good, as a guideline. Would you like the jelly bean glass? That's what I call that one. The jelly bean glass? Um, who was it? Common? Matt. Matt. Matt thought that it looked like something like that you would dish. put jelly beans in it. Oh, I could see it. that. Yeah. Something in the, the secretary front office. Yes. Executive <laughs> assistant. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. You have to be an executive to have an assistant. That's not true. Says the one who's closest to an executive assistant in the room. Exactly. So it is a new year of Nagni. New year Nagni. We're saying that confidently, like we know how to say this Almost Norwegian Osmond, word. that's not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Still how it's spelled, though. Yeah. Every time I uh, tag them on Twitter, mm-hmm. I... Why don't you ask them how to pronounce their name? That's a really good idea, actually. But even their Twitter handle has the O with the line through it. Um, I don't know what that letter is called, but their label has it and their name has it. And every time I'm typing on my little keyboard, I'm like, ah, how am I going to get it? And thankfully it auto-completes for me because otherwise I don't know how to find that letter. That is quite nice. So this is the New Year Nogni or something. Oh, yes. Well, all three of our beers today are, are by the same company. Nogni. Okay. Nogni. Nogon. <laughs> it's called Nogni O, the brewery from Norway that refuses to compromise, committed to taste, and committed to craft beer. Their mission is to create fantastic, full-bodied, handcrafted beers. Well, this is a very palatable saison. Nice. Starting with I the think. saison. I would say, yeah, I'm not really a saison person, but this isn't. This is uh, pretty nice. Delightfully, yeah, farmhouse-y. it's really crisp, fresh. Yeah, I would Maybe. say that too. Refreshing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm the one in the room who likes saisons, though. So, yeah. Even so. Excellent. It's maybe not what you would think of for January 1st. Yeah, well, it even says, it says, one of our most refreshing brews made for those hot summer days, <laughs> but satisfying year-round. <laughs> Which is only amazing because we're going to a party later and I'm, I'm wearing my cute little dress and I have my heels and all of that, but then because it's January and it's really blasted cold, I'm wearing a hoodie and a blanket and socks on top of it. 
so I'm not sure why I'm wearing the dress <laughs> right now. Yeah, <laughs> me either. It's okay. All right. Well, thanks, Nagni. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, feel free to... I think they probably only make good beer. I think so, too. <laughs> well, and actually, the reason like I came Southern across too. this one yeah. is... Well, we did the beer by them, that really strong one that we got at Hunger and Thirst. Mm-hmm. And I and really like liked the, it. And the then we are doing a beer dinner on Friday. And because it's winter and we know... we've This is going to be our third dinner for this um, group of folks. And we know that they're really... Um, Craft beer. Good beer lovers. Yes. We are we are not really educating them. They're more like enjoying, you know, the kind of stuff that we... So I decided that Nagni was a little more rare. Like, I've never really seen Possibly it in a bar. Possibly something they haven't had, yeah. Yeah. And um, they have a winter ale, which we are not drinking today, but I have a bunch of for Friday. You mentioned Southern Tier, and I tried their 2X Christmas beer the other day. I haven't had it. Uh, they have the 2X IPA. Right. And... Uh, so is it really high ABV if it's 2X or? Uh, I think, yeah, I guess it's just double the ingredients, I think. Um, it was very Christmassy. It was not my favorite. It had that kind of like spicy winter warmer quality to it. But the guy who what came. What spices? Like uh, nutmeggy or something? Because that uh, sounds awesome. Not nutmeggy, I don't think. I don't really remember it. You need a holiday <laughs> beer this year because you didn't really fall in love with... Uh... So I think with the Mad Elf, I think I had a really bad experience with it last year of just drinking I too much. I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think that's one of those where my brain now just clicks whenever I drink it. And really? it says, uh, you got sick off of this. You probably shouldn't drink it anymore. Which oh, makes me sad because I love Mad Elf. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't drink anything if that were the case. Well, we have a bunch of Mad Elf, which we <laughs> you might got just... sick off of everything? <laughs> Usually from mixing, though, yeah, not really like... from... No, mixing doesn't do anything. That's a myth. No, I meant mixing different kinds of beers. It's not like you're going to have an association with... Oh, right. You don't usually drink one beer all night, all night unless long. you're at home oh, and you so only you have a case. So you can't pinpoint of... what it is. Right. right, that's what I meant by mixing. Yeah, that night I think I had four Mad Elfs and... That was too and much for me. And when Cousin Max did that, he fell asleep in the middle of a podcast. So. Uh, just a quick little nap. Power nap. <laughs> was there snoring? No. I don't think so. Okay, well then it's not so bad. Um, yesterday, when we were sitting at Tria, mm-hmm. there's a guy who came in and sat next to me, and he asked bartender Matt for a Christmas ale that was on draft. I Yeah, I saw that, or kind of vaguely overheard it, but... Um, and Matt did a great job. So this is Matt from Poor in Lancaster. How cool is that? Uh, which was kind of cool. I really didn't remember, like, I could have vaguely remembered his face, I think, but I mm. don't know that I would have ever been able to place it. No. And, and like, I had conversations with him and he was like, oh yeah, um... We, we were talking, and he was like, yeah, I just moved from Lancaster. And I was like, oh, I know that area. And I was like, oh, I went to a cool bar out that way once. And I was like, yeah, it was called Poor. He's like, I used to work there. And then, like, I put it all together, and I was like, wait a minute. And he actually remembered us um, coming in that night. And, I mean, he didn't, like, I don't think he put together that I was that guy either. Right. Um, until, but once... Once the connections were made, he was like, I remember you two coming in. And he was like, you sat right at the bar and, you know, you bought the uh, brews from ki- uh, some brews for the kitchen and yep. whatnot. And it was fun. I think Ewan would love if every restaurant had that on their menu. I did like that. 
It they was had uh, the option to buy, buy beers for like the kitchen staff and stuff on the menu, and it was only like I think it was cheap. It was like two thirty dollars. Yeah, or whatever. I thought it was, it was three like, bucks. You know, whatever their cost was for. Um, but it's just like... And he's Ian, so he's like, how many people are in the kitchen? <laughs> we shall do this. How do they stop from being drunk by the end of the night? Well, they, they get him at the end. It's oh, like oh I see. Okay. Beverages. Gotcha. Um, so probably they give him like a token or something and are yeah. like, hey, go grab a beer before you leave or whatever. Yeah. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, but uh, adult version. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, now I, I think want that's pizza. called Dave and Buster's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that where we spent Thanksgiving that one year? Because I guess you don't, I don't really, you don't want to like buy them something, you know, hey, here's a round, and then you get your food, and it's all sloppy, and, <laughs> right. and the, things are falling off the plate. But maybe they do a better job, because they're like, hey, this guy bought us some beers. Let's, Let's throw, throw a, a little, little extra on there. <laughs> Let's do a real good job. So, yeah, last night, he was wearing a yellow bow tie, which I thought I, well, and it's tough to say, but I told Ian, I was like, suddenly they're all dressing up a little bit more. But it was a holiday, and a lot of folks like to dress up more for the holiday. I don't think it's from us. No, I don't think so either. But be nice to think so. <laughs> there are a lot of vests going on over there, but in that neighborhood, it's fitting. <laughs> um, it was a good time. You eat, what was that beer you had in a champagne glass? That was unbelievable. The dais. It... I said to him... You've had it before, right? Mm-mm. No? We could pull that off at the beer dinners where people say, I do not like beer. You could pull that off as a champagne. It, it was had like exquisite. a very honey flavor. They served it in who a champagne it? flute. Um, Bastilles, who does triple caramelite. Okay. It was like 10 or... No, 11.5% because it was basically the same ABV as champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just... It was honey and it was crisp and it was effervescent. And yep, there you go. Throwing that word around. Um, had we not, you know, looked at the holiday menu and said, yes, I want the beer, and they just brought that out, I don't know. I would have probably had to have three or four sips before I would have said. I'd be like, this is the most interesting champagne I've ever yes, had. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly, I think, what would have happened. So what do you tend to do right now if somebody says, I really don't like beer? Do you have a alternate thing, or do you... For our dinners, you mean? Yeah, for your dinners, or have you not really encountered that yet? Um, we've encountered it. it, it's never been like the whole party, because then they wouldn't hire us. Right. Um, but occasionally there's, you know, one or two of the customers, uh... Usually ladies. Usually ladies, <laughs> uh, and they're, you know, there's, there's two different types. Some of them will try all the beers and be like, this one's actually kind of good, right. and we're not pouring 12, 16-ounce pours, yeah. so it's like, some of them will you know, do their best and then give it to their boyfriend or spouse or whatever or whoever else at the table. Or girlfriend. Uh, and then there's some that just don't even touch it and it's just like a little disappointing. Right. <laughs> it's like, I mean, at least and that's give it a just roll. our personality. Yeah, we just want, we want folks to at least try it. Yeah. Um, but I, there's nothing we're ever going to do to. And I mean, the dinner that we did a couple of weeks ago, they were very honest with me and they had looked online at some of our menus and loved the food but said, you know, we really need more moderate beers. Um, they were afraid of anything too extreme in flavor and for the most part I listened mm -hmm. um, and they kept saying, wow, they don't look moderate when you bring them out but they really do taste quite approachable and they were really excited by the end of the night and then well, we laid like on a right proper strong dessert beer after like winning their confidence. <laughs> Well, I think the other thing, too, is, like, when people say a moderate beer, they're probably just looking for, like, not extreme flavors. Like, don't throw a double IPA at them um, or something with, like... Like an, a major stout or... Right. 
Um, but I think if you basically give them good beer, that, that'll come across as moderate. Because if it's good, it's good and people want to drink it. Something like this, I think, for sure. Oh, absolutely. This we did nice. a Saison. We did Saison DuPont, um, which is deceptively flavorful because, again, it's got the lighter color. And if you're not used to full-flavored beers, you're surprised to have so much flavor come Did we out do Aventinas that night? Yes. Because I think that's another deceptive, it's like, it's dark, it's kind of like a little... Cloudy. A little intimidation factor, I think, going into it, but it's such an approachable, tasty beer. Yes. So. And we do... I, I, almost all the time now, someone will ask, this was so cool, do you also do this for wine? Because, you know, I have friends who are winos or whatever, and we always say no. We're like, no. Um, but if you know as you're throwing a party for 10 or 12 or whatever that there's you know one person who's just not going to drink it sometimes they'll provide say two or three bottles of wine and we'll just pour wine for that person while we're pouring beer for everybody else right we didn't provide it and we didn't pair it but we'll still make sure that they're well libated exactly and i mean we are lovers of you know i love cocktails i love wine so it's not it's not offensive to me Uh, no it's just that's i always say it's our shtick you know, right. the beer thing is what we do. It's, it's different. It's unique. Makes us a little different than everyone else. Right. And uh, you did a whole bunch of research on Cicerone ship. I don't know if that's the actual term for it. That's a recently. good word, though. I like that. It's not. Cicerone ship. Yeah. We like did. <laughs> we, okay, so it is New Year's Day. We can talk Get resolutions. Some, some resolutions. We have our own personal resolutions, and we have dashing rogue resolutions. Some business resolutions. Um, Ian and I are setting out in 2014 to become Cicerones. I am resolving to drink more. <laughs> what For level? the business. <laughs> For the business. Right, That's not that, a personal one. That was the most guilty look I have seen. <laughs> like the way he put up his hands like, oh no, let me just clarify. Um, I'm a team player. <laughs> now there are how many levels of Cicerone ship? Since three. Well, apparently Cicerone a word certification, there are three okay. levels. Right. And there's like, I think it's like... There's basically... A bartender level, like knowing how to store the beer, right? Um, knowing how to pour it, you know, without getting all the head and how to source it, um, taking care of the kegs and all that. So that's um, all important stuff for sure. Not so much our cup of but tea. But I think you need to get through that to go to the other ones. You do. So, um, Federal Tap House, the place we went to in Lancaster, ha- requires like at least two or three cicerones on staff at all times now. Uh, and they said behind the bar they have, like, their certifications or their certificates or whatever. It's just sort of like when I got my serve safe. Right. You know, I, the boss wanted to make sure it was on the wall so everybody knew that, you know, I knew how to handle their food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the level that they're getting. And it's also each level is more expensive, too, because it's more right. involved. The testing is more involved. So there's the basic level. So we'll yeah, have to start there. Yeah, it's basically basic, intermediate, and advanced, which is actually very similar to the like a wine sommelier. There's different um, courses and practicums that you need to take. And the next level up involved more of the history of beer, pairing the beer, sort of the things that we do on the podcast, the things we do in our beer dinners, but, you know, up the next level. Um, several hundred dollars. Two days of testing. There's a tasting element. I was very yeah. excited <laughs> to find that. Well, how can you, how can you learn about something without... Enjoying it and trying it. I'm excited. And so you were talking about that they only do these tests and the taste test in a few cities. Or is that only for the the master master level? That's the master level. Um, So the master class, 
so scary when I read it. I was like, this would be amazing, <laughs> and I would love to do it, but wow. It's one of those where we better read, like, the Bible of beer and right. all of the brewmaster's table cover to cover and everything. And they do have guided readings. It's just like taking a college class in uh -huh. a lot of ways. Um, that one is super expensive. It's, like, just shy of $1,000, I think. It might even be more. Um, that one, you have to have two years of like beer experience at the second level before you can go do it unless you get a waiver you need what three waivers from like brewers or major beer distributors or something like that to say you know your stuff because the testing is so rare and it's only held in three cities in the u.s so it's somewhere in california it might be san francisco it's new york and it's philadelphia well, so I, I know thought, it was Philly. Yeah. yeah I guess that convenient. makes sense, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly yeah. what Jason said when I was telling him about Since it. Since we're such a, a beer-awesome city. Yeah. So we were talking yesterday, too. So Philly Beer Week, big deal. Um, there was a major beer writer who helped sort of the beer revolution in Philadelphia. He was called Joe Sixpack. And he wrote, I guess, for the newspaper first and then wrote for, like, Philly Beer Scene. And Yeah, and he's done a lot of, he'll do, like appearances at uh, different events, opening tap and beer dinners and stuff like that. So he was the, the one paid staffer of Philly Beer Week. Like everyone else is just, you know, restaurant managers or people who want to see beer take off in the city. And he was let go last year oh. because of contract disputes. Oh, okay. So it was a little surprising to me. And yet my ears perked up in a, oh, wait, is that position vacant kind of way? Like, yeah. That sounds lovely. Um, I thought they might try to get by for budget reasons without having anyone paid if they can pull it off. Sure. You know, I'm sure that that would help their bottom line a lot. Well, I'm also, I wonder if maybe he'll start something else with other people that are, you know, and then there'll be kind of two competing, which is not a bad thing. That's good for us. Good great. for beer lovers in the city. Yeah. Another interesting news, the Farmer's Cabinet. Uh, which is a bar that we love very well. And I won't say too much because I don't actually know any details, um, but apparently their owner was arrested for forging their liquor license. Oh, whoa. That, whoa. Uh, for the renewal, he basically just like signed it and was like, we're good. <laughs> oh. Um, but they're not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so apparently they were open before Christmas. Uh, they were serving food, but they could not serve any booze. That probably didn't go over well with the. Uh, folks I can't imagine in. it would because while their food is very good, it's it's a great it's a great experience like bar place. It's definitely and I like it because all the bartenders are wearing like um, suspenders and they have the things on their arms like the old it's fashioned. A old timey. Yeah, it's great and I like like they have an amazing beer list, but I always want a cocktail because I like watching them shake it all up while they're wearing <laughs> their great outfits and all that. I wonder what the legal repercussions of that are um, I'm sure a he heavy fine and uh time like in jail probably, yeah. probably an inability to sell liquor too oh, like yeah. if you're not gonna yeah, buy like, by the rules well, we're gonna give it to somebody else who can or well i don't know if again i don't know a lot about this but uh liquor licenses in pennsylvania are often yeah they're often for a person so it oh, might okay. not have been his license um so could they retract his license well if he doesn't have one then no okay <laughs> um so i'm not i'm not entirely sure on the details i do want to read up on it and figure out it more, just but. i was so surprised when i heard it because well it's such a successful there's place so much money there's no real in liquor i can't imagine licenses. the good reason to not yeah like get it of course done. they're going to come after you because there's a ton of money in that yeah. for them yeah 
I don't know. I was, I couldn't believe it. That rocked my world. Good place. So, sorry. That's an awesome story. <laughs> He's like going back to something related. But we had, but we were going through the um, uh, uh, New Year's resolutions for this year. Yes. yes. So one of them is to become Cicerones. To what level? Start intermediate. Our, uh... I want the middle one, yes. Yeah, the intermediate. Or the, what's that called? Expert? Mm. Is it expert master? Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. Okay. I read it recently, but I, I by the like end I was so ago. intimidated. I was like, I'm just going to put this aside for a little bit. Um, I think you could easily. I think you could test right now and get the middle one. You think? I really do. That's I think we just probably could because of the really dinner party well. we threw the other night. I think Why? when we had Tracy's family over. Yeah, so I, I wanted to talk to, about that too because this is the I, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is like data set number two. Uh, so Southern Tier about oh, it was a year ago, actually Christmas a year ago, I took some Southern Tier creme brulee stout to. Uh, co-worker like a party a holiday party with some co-workers and I uh, basically poured it in the little sample glasses and all that and passed it around and people really didn't like it they thought it was very very strong it was way too bold and they were you know they just they what else was scrunched up their noses night? and all that um there were just basic beers and all that you're talking yingling you know these are people that don't tend to drink you know craft beers all that often so you just slapped him in the face with like with Craft a really, you know, and it's a very, in, in my it's opinion, a, it's a an very over good. overpowering, right. overwhelming beer. I Ian's not say. a huge fan of the creme brulee. So I like it, but I wouldn't drink a bottle of it. This year, we had a holiday party with a different group of friends at our place, and we had Southern Tier Chocolate Stout. And we really, I really liked Chocolate Stout, and we passed that around in little sample glasses. And that we had the exact same reaction from these folks who said, wow, it was overpowering. Well, it tasted like what, gasoline. Beer drinkers. They're not craft beer they're drinkers. They're European beer drinkers and like a Stella and... So I'm wondering if there's a certain level of you get used to it and you appreciate the nuances of, of the flavors that are coming out of these things. I would say absolutely. But a person that's not used to it doesn't can't appreciate it. Right. It's just like, oh, this like is it. a lot to process. It's the same reason when people write into the podcast or on our website and say, you know, I really want to get into craft beer. My, you know, my boyfriend loves it and I just can't. We don't recommend they start with flavors that bold. And, right. Have you know, a Saison, have... Um, you know, some Czech Pilsners and German lagers start off there, but don't stay there and keep exploring. But it's the same thing we were talking about where I find, like, the more I go out and I'll see these craft lists and excellent lists, but had it, had it, had it, had it, had it, have had better of most of them. Yep. Don't yeah. really want to drink any of them because I know I've had something better. So that's just like, okay, I could have the mediocre version of it. But I'd rather not. Crazy last night. Um, so I went back to my roots. I, we were at Tria Wash West. And that's the first Tria I ever went to. I went by myself. And I ordered um, their marinated olives. They have like big sprigs of rosemary. And they're like really delicious. And had a couple glasses of white wine. It was the summer of Riesling. So, you know, super. Last night I said, you know what? I haven't ordered these olives since the first time I've been here. It's been two and a half years. My, um, how time goes. Sat there and just kept letting the staff pick what white wine I was going to have. And it might have been bartender Matt mm -hmm. who brought me that white wine called Pecorino, just like the cheese. It was... 
fascinating. I don't know that I liked it, if we're being totally honest. Um, but it... They said the guy who made it is allergic to the sulfites in grapes, and they're the things that occur naturally so that the grapes can uh, ferment. I like that he was just so... Like, he, he really wanted to drink wine. Yes. Because this is a guy who is allergic to basically every wine out there. But and that's he, like one of the basic building blocks that makes wine wine right. is what he's allergic to, you know. And he basically needed to drink wine so bad <laughs> that he went out and made his own wine that was sulfite free, um, just so he could have wine, <laughs> which is great, wow. but also a little bizarre. Yes, I feel like if I was that allergic to something, I would drink something I'd be else. Like, ah, that sucks. <laughs> I like bourbon. Um, <laughs> It's sort of like, but instead he's like, no. If peanut dust makes you balloon, you're not going to say, but I'll have peanut butter. <laughs> but I'll like, go to I really five guys. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll build the five guys minus the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're on to the second uh, We second are. Beer, it's a triple. Except for the baby tomato little, over here. Yeah. Oh, my God. The beer mistress. Again. She's not good at these morning podcasts. <laughs> she likes them, but the she's <laughs> slow. <laughs> Happy New Year. So I'm sorry, which actually. one is this one? This is the this second? This is the triple. Which is why he gave me a little baby pour. Pour. I thought at first that he was holding back. I'll you, take you guys do all the portion. interesting IPA, sour, oh, shandy podcasts when I'm not around. We did not. We have never shandied without you. I assure you, we have I, yeah. never shandied That's without not you. Happened. Max would walk out if we pulled out a shandy. Are you doing the lemon or They're the pineapple good. beer? Yeah, that's true. Shandies are good. That's sours are good too. I haven't had sours in a long time. What are you doing on Sunday? Want a podcast with us? I'm working on Sunday. Oh, yeah, so you do. You would Play rather out football, drink though. We'll have that in the background. That'll be awesome. I do like that these guys, they also put food pairings on their, on their bottles. So tell us about the triple, sir. Uh, just says triples often pair well with uh, cheese, seafood, and fresh vegetables. Truth. And for the farmhouse saison, it pairs particularly well with seafood, uh, especially oysters. I've so. never done that. Me either. I could see that with the being refreshing as it is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Saison was 6.5%. The triple is... 7, I think you said. I think so too, but some triples are nine. high. 9. Nice. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Good morning. Um, one of our other 2014... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> Didn't like uh, it. I tried it. He's like, I'm already the baby tomato. <laughs> I'm not drinking anymore. Oh, man. That, that happened. You know, Ian says that if you want to learn to like something, you'll have to keep you trying it. you got to experience it. it. And you keep trying well, it. Yeah, I keep coming on the podcast and we keep trying them. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> so what so do you other, taste? Uh, diesel. Oh, God. Uh, diesel. Very specific. Yeah, I know. It's not unleaded. It's diesel. <laughs> it's definitely diesel. Um, yeah, that's, that's most of it. Oh, my goodness. That's very different for a triple. Dieselly, would you say? No, not at all. No petrol. <laughs> you don't get petrol at all. Maybe a tiny bit on the exhale, but not in like a, a Niagara wine kind of way. I feel like a gas can just punched me in the face <laughs> and then ran away laughing <laughs> with a little like trail of gasoline along the way. And I lit a match and it followed it and it made it explode because hey, I don't like it. If you survive, <laughs> if you survive this. We'll take you for some scotch later. Yeah. Want some scotch? <clears throat> They're not going to be all Eastlay scotches, are they? Because that's all diesel and smoke. <laughs> the Islas. <laughs> Elas, yeah. whatever, Islas. Uh, no, he's a, he's a Lowlands liquor. Lowland. Lowland and Highland. I like both. 
I like both of them. He's got a little bit of everything. He likes Speyside is eh. Kalila, I remember, because they've had that yesterday, too. And I was like, ooh. But he has his own Kalila. He doesn't need me to buy it for him. True. We got a bottle of scotch for him, too. Okay. Don't know if it's what it's like. But. I have a New Year's resolution. Don't okay. drink any more triples? Business or personal? Uh, Business. Oh. Oh. Well, kind of. I'd kind of like to be a Cicerone, too. Yeah? Yeah, that's not what, what I was about level? to say, but... Not the master. I don't want to be a master. No, heck no. You guys can level reach that level. I'll go well, to the middle level and I'll just so I can, you know, not be the so I think total this year baby we tomato. Should, you know, we should definitely get our basic and uh and easy. look at the next one and see what it'll you know, what it'll take. I do think you guys we will could, be able to do that really easily. We could have I think there's some of the technical stuff I might have difficulty with, like actual like what is this the definition of this word? It's like I don't probably don't know. We should probably um, brew with Berlin again to understand the process. Or maybe yeah. a droit theory, now that they got their um, brewing license from Virginia. Maybe both. On the bigger, yeah, on the bigger scale. <coughs> go out with them while they're brewing. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. So I'd like to do that. Okay. Um, I would also like to push for more theme episodes to podcasts. That was one of our resolutions. We made that last night, actually. Yes. Yeah. It's the we first thing we said. At least once a quarter... We would like. Oh, I think we should do it even more than that. Well, we would like to, but at least we, they don't have to be. They don't have to be best of, you know. But it can be. Ian's got something neat. Each a time. personal. It's like community. He strives to have attainable resolutions, and that's why when we were like throwing out ideas, we were trying to do them in time frames that we felt were. But like he's got a friend who plays Thomas Jefferson, who also is a brewer, loves craft beer. Uh, likes craft beer, is not a brewer. Okay, so we're like, we could have a Thomas Jefferson guest star episode. Well, and we could do, and do the Ales, Ales of the, of the Revolution. Revolution yes. yes. Um, that sounds fun. That's our only idea? <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, the best of the them. best. We talked about best that. Of the best. After the best of the worst. Uh, Aaron, the guest from the Best of the Worst podcast the other day, was talking about how much he wanted to do, he thought it'd be a really good idea to do best of the best for each style. Uh, because, That's I mean, I think best realistic. of the best maybe for the end of the year, kind of as a wrap-up. Sure. But you could do best of the best IPA. You could do best of the best triple. Please leave me out of that. Best of the best saison, you know, and just go, go that way. We could do those once a month. Yeah. Like, and then for December, we could do, you know. You're going to have people that, you're going to have lots of people that want to do best of the best podcasts. So. That's true. I was going to say we need to have, like, an online contest because everyone wants in on that. But if we have different styles, then several right. people can get in on that. So, like, I'm not going to be in contention for triple, but, you know, you may have other folks. Sour, I would like to be a part of. But you're doing it on See, Sunday when I'm more, watching football. The more he says that, the more I want it to be, like, surprise! We're having a triple day! Which one do you hate the least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cruel. I was already on the worst of the worst podcast. <laughs> you liked it. No, it's best of the worst podcast. Oh, best of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. Dodge best of the bullet. worst. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. Uh-huh. It was apparently a nightmare and a half to edit. It took like six times longer to edit it than we to learned a lot. It. We learned a lot about how to structure that so that it's engaging. Part of it is yeah, for the sake of our audience, they didn't need to hear us retaste it four times. But right, it's really hard when you're having that many. And you only have a couple sips to remember what... And they all kind of taste the same. Ugh. They're actually surprisingly different. Surprisingly different. You wouldn't they have They might all it. taste awful in their own way. Right. But I had a lager the other day, and I don't know. When did was... you say to me you don't think you can drink Yingling anymore? Where were you? 
I was at, that's when I had it. I was okay. at the, uh, my aunt's Christmas party and it was just like, I don't know. It was from a bottle. Maybe it was sitting in the sunlight. Maybe it was a year old or something, but I just didn't like it. I was devastated last night. Ian took his bottle of McKellar Christmas. The red and white. The red and white, which is perfectly like what you think you should open with a katana. Like it's huge. <laughs> what? A saber. Yeah, a saber. All right. It's like this huge bottle that just looks like you need to crack it open on the front of a ship like a or something. a big magnum bottle. Okay. Um, but just like last year, whenever we go to this uh, New Year's dinner, it's a BYO. And all of our friends are all exceptional drinkers. So there's so much alcohol that shows up. That well, a we only there's know. eight of us, and I'm pretty sure there were like 14 bottles <laughs> of liquor or of booze. And so we opened what, like six of them, maybe, and we couldn't even finish. Yeah, there was a lot of unopened stuff. Um, he had maybe two glasses out of this like magnum of beer, and the rest of it was just it's a thirty dollar bottle of beer. But the folks that were going to their party later, it's. Um, they took it and said, we'll serve it tomorrow. And that's all. I was like, you put a cork on it, it'll be fine. You know, A, it was midnight, so it's not like it was waiting that long for the party. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we're going to a first footer party when we're done podcasting, mm-hmm. which is a Scottish tradition where the first person over your threshold, hearth? No, hearth is in... Threshold. 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 Yeah. Hearth, hearth is, is on a fireplace. fire. Okay. Um, brings you, like, good luck and well wishes for the year. So we will not be first through the door, but... Um, Considering it started two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big responsibility. Do you have to bring a gift? You were the first one through Ian's door. You should have asked before you walked through. <laughs> I wasn't hoping, having a party. He though. gave me a gift. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. He gave you a gift and coffee. Yeah, it's true. Boom. Coffee was a gift as well. Depending on how early the day starts, coffee is definitely a gift. I like this triple a lot. It is uncharacteristic of many triples. Like I'm thinking like triple Carmelite and like green flash triple. Um, it's not as, like I think of triples a lot of times as the champagne of beers. And to me, it's a little more weedy, a little less bubbly. Um, got a little more color to it. Well, they have a little homage to triples on their side here. I like, there's also, it's called the Tiger Triple. And there's just a photo of a tiger wearing sunglasses, mm-hmm. which is bizarre. Because most of the labels are very basic, and they just have, like, the O. The O. Nagio, yeah. But this has a tiger with sunglasses. <laughs> Jason, I think that your face is, gonna, is magnificent, except for when you make that particular face. Your triple face. Is, is it going to join in the bear versus lion uh, fight Ooh. there? That guy just shows up and shades us. us up. <laughs> we did that last These night. These guys fight for me. Clearly victorious. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been my second favorite beer of the night. The Abacus Backwards? Yes. We enjoyed uh, a succuba. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. said Abacus now, it. and so I was succuba. Yeah, I was like running it backwards in my head. And because Ian's a rock star, he bought dessert for the little old bald man sitting The kindly next to gentleman us. next to us. Yeah. Scooch down a seat so we could sit. I always know when he pulls out his phone and he's texting me, I'm like, oh, I thought maybe you like gave your number to a bartender on the way to the bathroom or something. When you no, pulled, like... that would have been awesome though. <laughs> I finished mine. Good job, grown up tomato. Yep, got rid of it. <laughs> he's like, Is there a wet spot next to my chair? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
All right, homage to triples. Did I ruin it? Uh, uh no, I was just. I keep looking at Jason. It just says it is very difficult to brew a complex and balanced Belgian-style triple ale, but we have made an attempt at brewing one anyway. Our respect and admiration for those who master the skill and the art of brewing excellent ale of this style is limitless. I don't always think of Norway as a beer place, but I mean it's the land of Evil Twin and uh, McKellar and Nagnio. I mean I'm very happy with all of those brewers. Evil I guess, Twin. Like, they don't have a lot to do. Evil Twin has been in <laughs> Japan. If you watch their uh, Twitter feed, it's been fantastic. So they're doing a um, doing a collaboration beer, mm-hmm. and they are show they doing it with Hitachino. Yes, I think so. Excellent. Um, but they even took pictures of like the morning calisthenics because they're the Japanese, right? So they're like, "Hey, we're stretching in the morning with Hitachino Brewery." <laughs> you just get that whole like, "We're so jet lagged right now. Why are we doing this vibe?" But. It looks like fun. <laughs> it must be like refreshing and like one of the most difficult things in the world too to be a gypsy brewer. Yeah, and especially like one of some fame where it's like it's even okay. So I always say we have podcast equipment, we'll travel, but it's tough enough sometimes just to get you know three bottles of beer, a quiet corner, and stuff for an hour. I can't person, imagine. Yeah. All of the equipment and the ingredients to Well, maintain. when you're famous, I think people are a little more willing to be like, hey, we'll, we'll skip a batch so you can, you know, brew, or we've right. got some extra space this time of year. Uh, but, like, just what a demanding life it must be, and especially having a family. And, but one that's as, po- as popular as McKellar or Evil Twin, where it's like they're just always on the road. Yeah. I mean, I would love an excuse to travel, and, like, travel and beer and food is oh, awesome, yeah. but... Yeah, eventually I would miss my friends or just want to sleep in my own bed or, you know, I would fantasize about having a couple of weeks of a normal job just to sit down Ugh, for a minute. Never. <laughs> okay. It's true. I can <laughs> so never, overrated. Never have a normal job. I just keep thinking that sounds like a Renaissance Fair song. Gypsy Brewer. I keep running through I my see head. It. You should it's write that. Been done. That's true. I don't know. We have a whole song called Beer, Beer, Beer about Charlie Mops, the guy who invented hops. <laughs> Your face is so disapproving right now. <laughs> oh, also. I don't think I've ever seen that face. <laughs> Where never, did your I've lips never been go? So <laughs> <laughs> Ian has not drank the same Renfair Kool Aid that I have. Let us say he likes to sword fight. I do like I'm, to sword fight. I'm there with you. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jason. You're not there with him nope. anymore. Nope. <laughs> um, oh, wait. New, yes, and. <laughs> the New Jersey Run Fair has asked if they can place a radio ad in one of our podcasts. Really? Yes. I thought that was delightful. I was like, well, I got to be honest. We're not exactly a radio show. We don't, we don't have ads per se, but we... We can probably work something in, I guess. <laughs> Depends on who's in it and what it's about. They only have a winery on site. They don't have a... Travesty. They make really Yet. good honeymead, though. Yet. Yeah, true. Well, honeymead kind of counts, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, technically, mead is closer to beer than wine. So, yeah. I wonder if Erlin would ever go out for something like that and just be... He would do demonstration brewer. brewing if they were allowed. Like, I guess yeah. if they have the liquor license that can have the winery on site if he's not serving if he's just demoing he probably could hmm. yeah i don't see why there would be anything against because it's not like you can even drink it that day right it's like it's hey, not even alcoholic brew. when he's done so yeah. 
You have a lot of people from PA that go out that way, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's at a great location because it's right over the border with New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Like, it's it's a good mix of folks. Yeah. Something to think on. He does demos. Um, like at Dillsburg and all of that. That's when yeah. he makes his great pumpkin beer. So we got to hang with him again. It's been too long. Uh, we did a beer dinner three minutes from his house last week. And I was really, had I known where it was, I would have either gone out and podcasted first or just been like, hey, what, what do you got on draft? Can we just come on by for <laughs> Mind if we come drink yeah. your stuff? <laughs> we'll bring cigars, right? Usually, yeah. Yeah. Have cigars, we'll travel. I liked that after uh, Adroit. Yeah, just hanging out. And yeah. Just sitting and smoking It was cigars. a summer of a cigar in a lot of ways. I liked it. I haven't had a cigar probably since then. You've had a couple pipes, though. I have. Very pleasant. We've made a lot of fires. We have. In a fireplace. <laughs> Not like vandalism. Getting a little uh, <laughs> little pyro there. Yeah. Well, that's I the thing. Yeah, we, we need to get that clean. Because we sound like we're, or we smell like we're smokers because it oh keeps gosh. coming into the house. I was sitting at my desk the other day and I was like sniffing my clothing going, did I have a cigar? Because usually when I have a cigar after drinking, I'm already well into tipsy too intoxicated to will not remember this tomorrow so i'll like lay in bed and smell my hair or like i can feel <laughs> I can. i'm just picturing that <laughs> and a lot of times i'm like that's right i ended the night with a cigar so when i'm sitting at my desk smelling my clothes i'm like did i have a cigar last night why do i smell like this but it's not it's the fire i'm very excited for the next beer it's a barley wine <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't know you didn't like barley wines either. I don't know. I'll have to try uh, it. I don't this remember is the time. This is their 100th <laughs> brew. The 100th Starting off on a great note. <laughs> the 100th beer that they made. Cool. Uh, and it was originally, they just made it for their brewers. But then it was so popular that oh. they started bottling it. it. Smells like raisin. Great. Hey, I don't like barley wines either. And they made me do a barley wine episode. And at the end, I picked one. Hold on. Baby tomatoes still catching up. I had so a I'm double sorry. though. I no, you had like one and a half because I also had one and a half. What was this one called again? Number one hundred. Number one hundred. <laughs> it's called Nagni O Barley Wine. No, it's called Number One Hundred. Fine. <laughs> I'm gonna. You have, win this one. I'm no. Label. I said that earlier today. <laughs> yeah. He was only getting one. You were right this year. Yeah. He already got it. <laughs> that was yesterday though. Or was it this morning? No, it was this morning. Don't worry, guys. I'm just going to sit here quietly and watch Jason's face. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> well, you have to learn somehow. Um, so I don't get a slap of diesel in the face. Ian came around on porters. I mean, he complained about porters <laughs> that, for a good year. I saw the face again. That was the face again. <laughs> the face of disdain. It was the face of disagreement. A, I'm not anti-porters. You sound very Canadian when you start that way. A, A, listen up here. I'm not opposed to porters, not like I am raisins. <laughs> I hate raisins. Porters are just I'd rather kind of... eat a baby than a raisin. That was the maybe the quote of a lifetime. I don't know. I get like raisin oatmeal out of this. <laughs> but not oatmeal raisin. Like that would be a cookie. No, maybe oatmeal raisin, yeah. That like an oatmeal be... raisin cookie? That's like mostly delicious. Oh god, it smells awful. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are chastising me. I'm the one tasting this. Well, someone has to drink it. I guess I we should have gone the other order. Up. 
You mean the left to right? <laughs> we should have gone left to right. I was right in my initial processes. Yeah. So then we'd this... have been tanked by the time the stage. See, but you can't up. be because that's the third time you're right in like two hours. Oh, in I'm so good at it. Just just, said that that's I think people should just agree that I'm always right. Not a it's chance. Better for everyone. How does it feel to be that cocky? <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> All right, so this is 10%. It's a uh, bottle 100. It's 10% ABV. It is a barley wine. Barley wines are usually high ABV, low carbonation, raisiny. It's just some decent carbonation to it, though. Dried fruit. I haven't been able to drink it yet because when I put my nose in the glass, it makes me gag a little. Does that make you feel better? Misery loves company. Raisiny you company. haven't tried it yet. You'll probably try and be like, oh man, it's amazing though. Just smells like milk chocolate. Well, you need to try milk it. That's the, only, that's the only way you'll grow and learn. I think that's called a raisinette. Is that what it's called? I wouldn't yeah. know. Never had one. Neither have I because it's raisins and milk chocolate. <laughs> I two things I do not like. It tastes a lot less offensive than it smells. Though the exhale is totally milk chocolate and I don't eat milk chocolate. I do have, yeah, I do get the milk chocolate exhale. For sure. Have we ever had a white chocolate beer? That might that be really thing? interesting. No, I just invented it in my brain. See, here's my problem with white chocolate. One, it tastes terrible. It's not chocolate. Two, I don't like it. It's not chocolate. It, right. No one believes me when I tell them that. I'm like, look it's at just the like, ingredients. There's no chocolate in white no. chocolate. What is it actually? Sugar. It's sugar. It's just sugar There's made no to the consistency of chocolate? Pretty much. Yeah, because, I mean, what makes... Chocolate, chocolate is the cocoa, which comes from the cacao. Right, right. There is none of that in white chocolate. Maybe some of the oil from the bean or something, but no um, flavor or no complexity or no... Good stuff. Hey, sweetie, want some scotch? Yeah, I would like to do that soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please, As long God. as it's not Isla or Isla or whatever. Isla. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Look who's right now. All the time. You know, except we're going to get there and Chris, who lived in Scotland for like six years, is going to be like, oh, this Isla stuff. And yeah. you're both going to look at me like, beer mistress? Fail. I'll Start, stick to beer. Starting off the new year on a good note. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you got him a bottle of scotch, though, because I was thinking which... All I would remember about them is they came to our July 4th party and they brought a bottle of... Or a six-pack of Allagash. And they were like guarding it. Like I have done before when I, you know, I was like... Sat on the cooler. I sat on the cooler and only let like actual beer lovers into our cooler and made everyone else drink the mainstream beer. (laughs) That was a crazy party. (laughs) We went out to Wegmans, bought a cooler, bought ice, bought a bunch of beer, put the beer in the cooler, dumped the ice on top and brought it back to the party. And then we were like, closely guarding it. (laughs) Someone would stumble up and be like, what's in there? Glassblower Jay got some... uh, (laughs) That's the night we got that glass. That's true. And I got my Searcy glass because he just wanted. When you take him out drinking, he's just like giving like, away you hundreds of dollars worth of product. It's pretty great. Yeah, wow. he just like went down to his tent. And he's like, "Whoa, this good beer. We got to drink it out of like real glasses. Can't drink it from the bottle." And we're like, "Well, we don't have any." He's like, "Hello, <laughs> I make so, them." <laughs> so he just like grabs a bunch of them and brings them up, and they're like really nice glasses that he's charging hundreds of dollars for. And a bunch of, like, drunk kids in the dark. <laughs> and then at the end of the night, I was like, hey, I got to go. Here's your glass bag. He's like, no, you keep that. I was like, are you serious? Totally worth the trade-off. I'll buy Absolutely. him beer any day for free And, like, the price bag. tag was still on the bottom. Yeah. And it was, like, Mine was, know, like, an $85 or, glass. Or, like, 65 or something like yeah. that. I don't know. And I was just like, 
I was so excited because I wanted one so bad and couldn't afford it, but I could afford the bottle. I traded him for it. (laughs) 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 Totally. So, yeah. Craziness. We should get him out here one time. Well, well, you know, he lives right by my mom. We could go up that way. We should go up there then. We can do Bull's Head. Hex, yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Ian learns a place that he likes. Why is this a problem? It's not really a problem if you're going and you're experiencing everything you can experience at the place. It's only a problem if you just keep going back over and over and over again. Unless it's Tria. <laughs> but I have a wonderful experience every time I go to Tria. We went to both Trias last yeah. night. Well, then, yeah, we did. It's uh-huh. kind of the place. You know, you keep talking about that for How I Met Your Mother and all that. How they have the bar. and That's the bar they go to. I always wanted to Tria be. Tria is kind of that for yeah, Tria's my us. cheers. Everybody yeah. knows my name. You know? Oh my god, Cal came in last night. I never, I've never seen a truffle bomb on the show of Cheers, though. No. I, Cal came in last night, put his arms around both of us, and said, I was starting to worry you guys wouldn't come. I was like, I tweeted you. It was also like, like 5 o'clock. It was. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I'm not sure what you were worried about, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday that goes till midnight. Like, it's okay. Yeah, and you're open till 2, probably. How late does the scotch tasting go? Uh, like 4 or, four or until people leave. So cool, all day. And they have more food. That was the one thing is like yeah, they served you so much, and they got like good cheese. That's a Lancaster County tradition. That's perfect. Pork and sauerkraut for New Year's is Christmas or is Christmas is good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Lancaster tradition for New Year's. Pork and sauerkraut is Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) What a gifted sentence. She was gifted. She'll tell you that at every <laughs> at every opportunity. Was? Was? Happened? I was going to say, it sounds awful when you say I was. Well, just, yeah, it's like you grew out of it. Yeah. You know, just like puberty, you grew out of it. I think you grow into puberty. I guess. You eventually get past You it. mature out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need to say, since Cousin Max isn't here, Jason saw a picture of his new rough and tumble beard and just said it's not quite the same. Oh, I think it's a great beard. It's like... It's like such a villain it beard, proves, the way it kind of like spikes it out. It proves that he always had the oppor- like the ability, he just didn't have the opportunity because of his Work. job. He should have been a bad guy on the A-team or something like yes. that in one of the episodes. Yeah. He could have totally rocked that. He is rocking it. I love it. I think Ian, it's great. Every time I see him, though, I'm always like thrown off. I'm always just like, beard. Beard and usually like boots, like work boots is his other thing right now. So you do like barley wines. I do like barley what wines. What do you think I of don't like beer? raisins. Uh, it's okay. I've had better barley wines, for sure. I actually almost bought the Avery ho- Hog, Heaven Hog Heaven a few times. Hog Heaven! Jason, I would like you to try that. It's a hoppy barley wine. It's really good. It's okay. really good. It was my it's favorite. Like a, I do like hops. It's like an IP barley B? wine. IP, <laughs> IP barley wine? Yeah. I will try it. Nice. Who makes that one? Sorry. Avery. 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 Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Also, we decided Boulder, in terms Colorado. of New Year's resolutions... We're going to set some goals for, like, number of dinners. And if we... We'd like to double our current... I said more than double. I did. You said, like, one and a half times. No, our number of dinners. Oh, dinners. And Sorry. if we achieve that, then we should take a Dashing Rogue trip, finally, and go out to... Uh... I think we should start by going north, mostly because it'll be more affordable. And we won't... Even if we double it, it's not like we're going to be rolling in money. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Jason is... An amazingly good and efficient driver, he gets great gas mileage. So maybe if he drives our, our 
beer tour. No, we should hook up with a droid and travel in that RV. Oh my god, that was totally (laughs) badass. It was so cool. It was enormous. I wanted to check inside. I bet it was like really. I wanted to check inside, but I did not want to parallel park that bugger. Like I didn't. Uh, I was like, where do you even? I I don't. I don't feel like most people want to parallel park an RV. I don't think anybody does parallel park an RV. It's a pull through kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like. You know me, though. I'll have, like, three coolers packed with the food so that you guys say, are, like, well-fed the whole hypothetically time. Hypothetically, say you found parking on the street <laughs> for an RV. <laughs> Would you have to pay all of the meters? <laughs> I don't think so. Like the front I think just Because you're taking up the spot. Yeah. yeah. You're paying for the time in that spot. I mean, in Philly, where there's no lines. Right. You definitely only have well, to like, pay one. Well, like, what about Outback? But, like, yeah, in your parking, it is... I don't know if I've ever seen basically. an RV in Philly. I, wouldn't, I don't know that it can I handle the turns. I, no. I would park outside and take a train in. Well, so, but I did with a U-Haul when we first moved down to Philly. Oh, I had to return sad. the U-Haul downtown I mean, because everywhere else was closed. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah, because they have to get deliveries and stuff. So, I mean, it's possible. But their 18-wheelers are also professional drivers. We're just They're some so schmucks good. in an RV. I saw one of the most amazing... Uh, there was a, uh, an 18-wheeler U.S. Postal Service truck. Okay. And you know that whole truck only had one letter on it, right? Probably. <laughs> like, with the way that they're. Uh, but I was sitting out in Maniunk one time, and they have, there was like, all these trucks. They're like next to each other, uh, and there was space basically perfectly for one with like a loading dock. And this guy was just like, he just like backed right up into it flawlessly with like inches to spare on either side. Like didn't have to go like back and forth and back and forth. He was just like, yep. Yeah. I was like, that was incredible. I've done that before. We like would take Girl Scout trips to like Savannah for Julia Gordon Lowe's birthplace I, and all that's, of that. That is where she was from. I know these things because I went to Savannah and I did a lot of research on it before I went. Yes. Oh, um, it would be a lovely trip. It was. Our bus driver could parallel park the bus. And the first time he did it, we applauded wildly. We were like, this is insane. It was, yeah. First he's just got a roll of quarters. He goes out to feed all the Or he's got one of the belt <laughs> buckles that does yes. release oh, the train conductor. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was also the first time I ever wore a hoop skirt. So you can blame fifth grade and Julia Gordon-Lowe. So it all just went downhill after that. So I'm going to guess Jason's favorite was the Cezanne. Words I never thought I'd say. I thought that was the first one. Yep. Yep. Um, Cezanne was... Awesome, but as a triple lover, I might say the triple was my favorite because it was a completely new version and take on a triple. I like the saison. Okay, barley wine. I got that for you. Oh, I am gonna say that on Friday when we serve the winter ale, we're gonna have to also pour a glass for us because I haven't had the Nogni winter yet, and I would really yeah, like either. to know. So, good times. Yeah. So good we did all. We did all of. All business uh, resolutions, resolutions so far. Do you have any personal yeah. resolutions? Uh, I have one that I'll share. <laughs> He's like, I have 12. I have many one. that I won't. Um, 24. Um, I'll let you figure out what that means. <laughs> inches. Um, <laughs> what? It's awful. He wants two rulers. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, he right. Wants he wants two rulers. Just maybe a yardstick, yardstick. Ian. So anyhow, I was recently reading the latest issue of Cigar Aficionado, and they have a section that they call The Good Life. And uh, they basically feature, I don't know, six to ten different items every issue. And it's everything from, like, 
hotels to watches to uh, there's usually a booze that they feature. Um, just kind of like really high end toys and good places to visit and stuff. And you'll definitely like pay for what you're getting. It's not like, hey, what a deal and a steal. It's right. like, hey, this will cost you three grand a night at this hotel. But it's amazing. If you can afford it, go spend three grand a night because this is the best hotel you'll ever be at. Um, so I can't afford anything like that. But they did have, uh, they were featuring some rums that have been released. They're generally like, they're like the family reserve for, I forget which rum distiller. Um, Appleton's really good about releasing once a year, like, some really <coughs> rare stuff. And I don't think of Appleton as, like, my everyday rum. Sure. But, again, if you go to the plantation and you taste their stuff, it's I like... I think I have a bottle of their 12-year or something like that. Uh, but, basically, I've decided that this year I will acquire once every quarter um, just a really decent, like, a Above better than average, decent, a yeah. great bottle of something um, that... And as he we'll said, probably sit on a shelf for another five years before I even open it. But just to have it and to start a collection of really excellent Like when you started drinking scotch, liquors. you didn't just go to the store and buy meh scotch. Like you only drink ex- pretty darn good scotch. Right. I'm not going to say exceptional per se in a, you know, you don't have to work five days of overtime to afford it. But it's still more than the average scotch drinker is going to drink. I did that with wine, too, when I first heard it. I just had no idea what I was drinking. Yes. I said, oh, $20 seems like a good amount for a And now I never spend $20 unless it's right, a special like occasion. Because yeah. you've got some really good options there with the Chateau St. Michel's and all yes, that stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's... I'll usually... 15 is kind of where, I, where I'm looking. But your Malbecs are more <laughs> expensive, by and large, than... I mean, if we could drink Pinot Grigio, we'd be great for six ninety nine a bottle, but I just don't like it. Um... Ditto with beer. Though there were some... I said I was in Total Wine in Delaware yesterday. That might be my new place. Because in Delaware, you can um, sell beer, wine, spirits all in the same place. Which doesn't happen in Virginia, doesn't happen in Pennsylvania. But their beer section was magnificent. Um, might have to take some trips there. Might have to find some Ooh, back roads back. Or the uh, the Akaval Farrar. Let me know if they have that. Yes, I should. What is your resolutions, yeah. Mr. <sighs> Mr. Jason? So I asked that question, but I don't know if I have something really developed. So My they did a they did a, a Fox News poll. Oh well, that doesn't uh, count. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason I was watching is because it's one of the channels we have to watch at work. Um. Is so that cruel and unusual punishment. It really is. Um. <laughs> So, yes, I uh, was watching a thing and they actually said 65% of Americans did not have any sort of personal resolutions this year, which I actually thought was a good thing. They said only 8% of resolutions are kept anyway. Well, and that's why I started kind of reframing my New Year's resolutions a couple years ago. And it was stuff that was You didn't say lose 20 pounds. Right. You said, I miss my vests and I want to wear them again. Well, it's not even that. Like... My the past two years it was I want to dress nicer more often, and I have certainly managed to do that for the past two years. And then last year I said I always want to have champagne in my house, and I always have champagne in my house now. Um, so it's it's simple, but it's which is only funny because on that Sunday morning that we were staying with Alex, she really wanted champagne so we could do brunch, and it was Sunday and it was Pennsylvania. She goes, oh, well, what are you going to do? And I said, first off, I'm going out to get bacon because you don't have any. And second off, 
if you'll just let me drive to Ian's, I know that there's champagne. Well, and so I feel like so many people are like, oh, resolutions. Like, it has to be something something awful, basically. Like, oh, I need right. to, I need to do, I need to lose weight. I need to get rid of something. I need to stop doing this. Stop smoking. Make it, or, make yeah. it be something that you can do. I want and to want do to this. So I have a, it's okay. So I have one. Okay. I want to complete, by complete I mean finish, not like 100%, but finish, 25% of the games on my Steam account right now. Excellent. That's a great one. That's I achievable. love that idea. It will save us so much money if you do that. It doesn't mean I can't buy new ones. <laughs> no. let's, let's be honest here. But it means that if you're like focused on... But if you're, if you're playing a game, then you're generally not playing other games or buying other games. Yeah. Right. And also, I'm always a fan of the idea of, yes, all of these cool games just came out. I'm going to go play these games I've had for two years now that I've not played. Yes. And by the time I beat all of them, Your new all these games that just came out are going to be like 20 bucks instead of 60. Or yep. five. Yeah, or if five, you get them on the Steam yeah. sale. So, my, so that people understand, or the listeners understand, Jason I have has one addiction that I know of. 220 games on my Steam account right now. So that is not like a minor, minor resolution where there are 10 games and I'm going to play two of them. Right. It's a lot of <laughs> games. And we're talking close to 50 games that I've got to get through this Are you year. listening, Brody? This is this is pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> a steam off? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is, I think, going to be sure one of my I'm pretty sure Jason moved back to PA just so he could play video games with, like, you and a... You and Mike. Well, I'm going to have it hooked up now. So I'm the I'm the tech guy. I'm the one that does a lot of the tech stuff and all that. So it makes we do appreciate this all that. makes yes. sense <laughs> for personality wise and all that. But I just got a, a new cable that allows it to run from the PC all the way over to the TV. Which is so I'm really going to run far. that through the ceiling and I'm going to have it come down and then I'll be able to play it in surround sound. I had this panic moment screen. where he says, "Shannon, I'm going to need your help as I hook this up. I'm going to drill a hole in the wall and I need to." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what?" And he goes, no, I'm just going to fish it through, but I need your eyes so you can tell me. And I was right. like, all right, that's tech I can handle. Ooh. You know, if you see it, scream. I can, okay, we're okay. But So that's, that's, that's my resolution. My first resolution is a short-term resolution, and it is get a new flipping job by the 31st of January so I don't have to commute four and a half hours a day anymore. Yeah. It's a good resolution. Excellent. I'm very excited by it. Also, if you know anyone hiring a beer mistress, email me, beermistress at dashingrogue.com or at beermistress on Twitter. <laughs> Where are you on Twitter, sir? At dashing underscore rogue. Boom! Are we and signing I... out right now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Jason. <laughs> Jason. Well, on that note, folks, Jason's thanks. like, just search me. <laughs> yeah. Find me. You won't find me. <laughs> uh, we are always at dashingrogue.com and one of my other business resolutions and I'm sorry guys is at least one ten a month so that um, we have some more fun stuff on there um, as well as more frequent beer reviews and recipes so again I say sorry about December we were on the road a lot but for 2014 you're going to eat and drink with the best and we're going to make sure of it uh, so one thing before we wrap Yes. I have another resolution. It's a business resolution. I just came up with it. Excellent. Uh -oh. I'm getting a Twitter account. <gasps> Are you? My Twitter account's going to be, and I'm Jason. <laughs> and I need to set it up before this airs. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. I thought you were going to be like, my Twitter account's going to be Cousin Max. <laughs> so you can tweet me as well. Excellent. At, and I'm Jason. Unless it's taken. <laughs> it shouldn't be, because yeah. I'll spell it with an E. That's true. That's true. Very good point. Or you could always use the... Uh, the I should just do both. Sign, ampersand. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. That I don't spelled. know. Either way, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I like it. 
You're gonna I learned that from us? Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> That's the only way I know the name. Ampersand? Of that. Ampersand. Yeah. Don't make me spell that though, okay? All right. Always at Facebook.com slash dashing rogue. Longest sign out ever. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm at and I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>